Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. I'm going to apologize right up front. I accidentally dragged something across the sound mixing board earlier today, and I had to redo all the levels, and so they're probably a little different. They don't sound as perfect as they usually do? I'm, I, they must not. No. I, I can tell in the headphones. <laughs> I don't have they, the headphones on, so I not. can't tell. This is the tiki bar that lives in your head, and we really, really like the cocktails on our weekend. Yeah? Yeah, so we're having one. Okay. Now, today I get to serve a cocktail. Mm-hmm that I don't normally get to serve because both Pumpkin and Kehlani don't like coffee. I don't understand that at all. They're idiots. It's like life's nectar. I know. I don't, and it's vegan. Right. Yeah, so I don't know what the issue is. I know, so. Both freaks. Now, yes. the last time I went to Pumpkin's house, you uh-huh. couldn't make it because you worked late. And I went to get something out of one of her cabinets, and I shit you not, there was one million boxes of tea in there. <laughs> yes. And I closed it because I was amazed, and then I opened it back up again. <laughs> to look again and yeah. like make sure and then what you really saw. her husband saw. walked in the room, and I said, what the fuck is up with this cabinet? And he's like, I drink coffee. I don't know. <laughs> 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 so she has an issue is what I'm saying. <laughs> she does. And, and um, well, okay, so let's talk about this week's cocktail yes. first. It is a build-your-own cocktail, mm-hmm. and it is... What I wanted to do was I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to repost this recipe and update it because it's simple and people loved it before. Yeah. But now I'm actually giving it a name. Oh, what did you name it? Well. I hope it's it's good. It's the Flamingo Swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, they probably poop in the water they, they do. stand in. They do. So. so this is a this is an iced coffee drink. And what you're going to do to make this is you want five to six ounces of cold brew coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're not familiar with making cold brew, a good way to do it is to use a French press and put your coffee grounds in there with your water. Let it sit overnight on the counter and then in the morning You've got your cold brew, your cold and you brew. can put it in the refrigerator to keep it cold longer. Lovely. There's other ways to do cold brew, but that's the easiest one to do at home without buying the stupid kit. Yeah. So it's three ounces, or sorry, five to six ounces of cold brew coffee, and then put out a smattering of liqueurs yes. for the people who are going to be enjoying this. So today we we had banana, coconut, uh, frangelico, mm-hmm. macadamia. Uh, vanilla? Vanilla. I feel like there was one I more. I feel like there was uh, one more as well. Not this dry curry no, you got No, not here. that. Um, so anyway. Orange? Orange so, would have been good in there. Why don't you put orange Oh, out? you could do an orange liqueur yeah, as well. Yeah, that would be good. So anyway, you put out, um, you know, kind of a lazy Susan yeah. of the liqueurs that range in alcohol by volume between, uh, anywhere between 15 and 30%. Mm-hmm. So you don't want something high proof. You're not knocking people on their ass. And you ask them to choose two. Okay. And yeah, because it'd be messy after you're that. You're going to put half an ounce of each of whatever their two choices are into the glass mm-hmm. with the five to six ounces of iced coffee. And then you do an, a full ounce of a high proof. In this case, we did a j- high proof Jamaican uh, J. Ray rum mm-hmm. because it's got a really nice flavor that goes with just about any of those mixers. Yeah. Really nice. Uh Put it in the glass with ice, give it a stir, and then pour cream on top if you like, plus about half an ounce, maybe a little less, of simple syrup Mm. if you're somebody who likes your coffee sweetened. And these I do recommend you add the simple syrup. So you just, you follow those ingredients. You could also add um, a nice uh, 
bougie bitters or something like that if you yeah. want to just bring it up a notch. If you want to uh, impress a blondie, you could put whipped cream on it. She mm. would like that. Well, like a like a vanilla or cinnamon whipped cream infused. Yeah, yeah put, that would be very Make it a Starbucks good. drink at that point. <laughs> so I will, I'll go ahead and I have a couple of pictures and I'll post then kind of the steps of, mm-hmm. of how you do this. But everybody gets what they want. Yeah. What do you think of yours? I like it. It's good. I like my combo of, what did I pick? Macadamia nut and coconut. I picked all the nuts. Yes, and I went with um, vanilla and frangelico. Mm -hmm. And I did put a bitters in here, by the way. So if you're getting a touch of spice, Uh, that's that's where it's coming from. Another name you could call it would be hippo bath. Hippo? Oh. Yeah, because, you know, they poop and they swim around in it, underwater in it. I kind of like that, except, you know, we have flamingo straws. We don't have hippo straws. Well, the flamingos would be on top and the hippo would be underneath pooping. (laughs) That's true. Yes. All right. Swimming right underneath there. Yes, they're submerged. All right. Well, (laughs) we're here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. It's the Dimly Lit Tiki Bar that lives in your head. You've got a drink recipe, but if you don't want this one, go to our website and click on the cocktails link. There's so many recipes Mm -hmm. and we really try to always make sure that you get a recipe that you can work with and that you would like with six or less ingredients, often five or less. And every once in a while, we do a simple four or three ingredient Sometimes drink. Sometimes we just drink from the bottle. It's true. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody, we call that a tasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a new spirit, you have to taste it. I like this cold drink I like. I don't like hot coffee drinks with alcohol. I, I do, but I do prefer the iced ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trader Vic's Smoother, and, and the old the old tiki establishments uh, had some quite famous hot mm-hmm. coffee drinks. I I think well, no, they I have a, like they have a couple where they used coffee as an ingredient yeah. in cold cocktails, but yeah. coffee wasn't the primary element. Yeah. I just there's something about the hot coffee and the mix of alcohol. I just don't I never liked that. Yeah. Yeah. And iced coffee is so now. It is. It's so today. It's so brunch. Yes. All right. We'll be right back with the mail sack. Email. Oh, that sounds crispy yet cozy at the same time. Well, again, like again, it's compact. I've, been, I've been getting a lot of sun. Yeah. <laughs> you have to really be careful with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. More uh, lotion. In, in addition to... The email that we're going to answer right now. Uh, Looks I, like a link. Uh, is it the middle one? That's a lengthy email. That's two. Oh, that's okay, two okay. Uh, I had the husband update our. I um, see. It looks like a professional, form. like a work memo kind of I thing. I know, <laughs> right? Well, we're moving up in the you world. You can file it afterwards. Well, my intent is to actually do that so yeah. that when I want to know about a particular episode, mm-hmm. um, I'll be able to search key terms within the document. I think we plus. should sign the bottom of it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so this first, well, oh, so we have the emails, but then also um, I posted on uh, Facebook um, questions. So mm-hmm. we have a few mm-hmm. of those too. First one, aloha to the handsome and devilish sunshine. Oh, good Lord. And his harem of drunken vixens. Uh, he's that's, usually that's more you. drunken than us. Well, I don't have to drive anywhere. That's true. We drive you everywhere. You drive there, but then we drive you back. That's the way it works. Yeah. I love your show, and I'm so thankful that I found it. I love listening while I'm busy enjoying a drink and converting my boyfriend and my basement into a dimly lit tiki bar that lives outside of our heads. Now, that's got to kind of hurt to convert her boyfriend into a tiki bar. No, this is Nathan's boyfriend. Yeah, I'm so, sorry, I didn't um, see the name on it. Well, yeah, you didn't know yet. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so I'm, I'm just, I'm picturing you converting your boyfriend into a lover of the tiki. 
And uh, I, I highly recommend that in that endeavor, um, make sure you try a nice, a nice soft silk lay. Uh-huh. If you if you use any of the scratchy plastic ones, might be ones, turned off by that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I just sense that your boyfriend um, likes a nice fabric, and maybe a nice, um, yeah, that breathes. Not like, see, I, sometimes I like the nice polyester '70s tiki stuff, but right. it's kind of sweaty. Oh yeah. Yeah. So maybe don't turn him on to that first, unless yeah. he's into the '70s. There's really not enough deodorant in the world yeah. for, for you not to sweat under those dresses and shirts. Well, usually my, the ones I pick out don't cotton, have cotton, sleeves, cotton. so I'm okay. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So the rest of this says, thanks for passing the hours with us while we paint and restore many a mid-century piece of furniture and tiki art. I do have a question for everyone. And wait, oh, and that is, what is your favorite piece uh, various, you know, like a mm-hmm. home decor piece from your tiki bar for each of us. He oh. wants to know what is that for me? It's a 1930 Stromberg parlor guitar. Uh, Google image, search it. I'll do that right now. It's gorgeous, he says. Anyway, keep the drinks and good times rolling. And when we're done building it, you'll have to open, or we'll have to have an open invite yes. to the Moonbeam Bay Tiki Lounge. Oh, I like that. I like that name. That sounds like mm. one of those people, so if you go to, it's hantula.com, uh-huh. H-A-N-T-T-U-L-A.com, he has the um, Tiki Bar name generator. You know that my you, my mom's name was Moonbeam. I was Starshine and she was Moonbeam. Oh, was it really? Yes, for oh. Indian maidens. Look at that. So yep. what is your favorite piece, mid-century or tiki in, in your In my in house? Well, I don't yeah. have a tiki bar because I live with a vampire, but uh, my favorite mid-century modern is I have a bedroom set from my grandmother. It's from the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the everything, the whole shebang. And then I also have a hutch. And then I have one of those crazy, you know, those metal things that you put on the wall from the 60s. that had like, it was like a sunburst with like the birds on it. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I have one of those on the wall too, all from our house. Well, so mine are, I have... Uh, <clears throat> Well, I have I have several pieces, mm-hmm. and one of them, of course, is the Whitco globe that I just inherited. Yes, and that's from, fabulous. Inherited from my mm-hmm. grandmother, and it's you know it's in the Book of Tiki. Mm-hmm. It was in Tiki magazine. It's featured. People off, love it often. Yeah, mm-hmm. in film and TV, uh, and I have an original, and I love it. I I loved it growing up in my grandmother's house before I even knew who Whitco was yeah. and what Tiki was. Right, yeah. I just knew I loved that. Anyway, so I have that, and um, my uncle just gave us a set of Danish mid-century modern furniture for our bedroom. Oh, nice! And it's a um, it's a two-piece set, very big dresser. Oh no, it's a three-piece set, two end tables. And have you um, put it up there yet? Yeah, it's up there. Well, I'm gonna have to check it out and see if it looks like mine. And we just we just it has the, the short spindle legs, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. yeah, it's got that, that Danish modern look. Yeah. It's really nice. And uh, and then I would say the the third piece it's really pieces um, I have inherited over time um, pieces of art glass whether uh, they be serveware yeah, yeah. or things like that so you know one of them is currently on my um, the table in the kitchen and it is a it's a handmade uh, blue crystal Easter egg basket. It, uh-huh. In a crystal, yeah, you know, yeah. that you put out at Easter and you can put whatever you want in it. But um, cocaine, I like to. But put yeah, it's like... actually. I, I was surprised how old it was. I thought. Yeah. I thought my grandmother picked it up in like the eighties or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I know it was old. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but my, then uh, I have other art glass that I love that uh, people have just given me over time, including punch bowl sets and things like that yeah. that are from the fifties and sixties that 
Um, the the punch bowls made today, it's a thinner glass. It yeah, breaks it's easier. Not as substantial. It's, it's not as detailed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my uncle, who gave me the bedroom set, keeps trying to give me one of those big ass half circle couches. Oh. And it's fabulous, but it's like and, a whorehouse couch. Yes, and it would fit in my living room if I was able to take everything out of my living room, and it needs to be repolstered. But someday I may get that couch. It's you know so it's low back. What color is it? Right now it's like a orangey cream color because my grandmother Ooh. had it redone. Um, but it's humongous. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, how it many need... does it seat? Like six? No, like twelve. It's oh, huge. My God. <laughs> it's like it's, it's only huge. a half circle. It takes up. She had a really big living room, so it is a half circle, but it it's like a big. Yeah. Half yeah. You circle. need to buy a house for that. Yeah. It would actually fit in our living room. I think we've got so much shit in there that you don't know how big it is. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nathan. So I hope you enjoyed our answers. Yeah. Uh, we could have talked for a whole hour on the. Well, we probably could have. Oh, and he got. says, "P.S. Pumpkin sounds like Sarah Silverman." Not the first time we've heard that. That's true. Only uh, one big difference between Pumpkin and Sarah Silverman is Pumpkin will not say the P word, and Sarah Pum- Silverman yeah. will say it endlessly. Pumpkin won't doesn't get that filthy. No, I yeah. wish she would. Though. Yeah, but she's not. She, no, no. no. Uh, her husband wishes she would, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Kaylani gets that filthy. Uh, next one. Dear Sunshine, I was catching up on past episodes by binge listening. I have to agree with you about the Oscars. I imagine our politics might be divergent, but our ideas on Tiki and the Oscars match. So this this was Tiki about an and episode. The Oscars. Well, so we posted an episode quite some time ago about... Uh, well, I mean, I just I think the Oscars is a big waste of time. They're stupid. And but if you're going to if you're going to put on that show, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to hear politics in it. No, I want it's, it's I want to hear you're I want right. to hear fun comedic yeah. banter between the yeah. a, the actresses and actors yeah. and the people involved in getting the awards and all that. I don't want to I I don't want politics. It's there. It's an award show. You don't. That's not what it's for. Right. right? So I, I I do think that um, the last like three or four of mm-hmm. them have been quite political. And, I actually and the Golden it. Globes too. And yeah. I just I don't like it. The last one I preferred because you know they lost the host, um, mm. and it was quicker than it normally is. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I usually only watch the hour when they're walking in, so I can look at their dresses, and then I don't watch the show at all. Oh. Yeah. It just don't. Just it bores me. Do you just like to see the outfits? I do. Yeah, yeah I just okay. like to see the outfits. Uh, regarding the bars and cocktails on your recent cruise, I agree that it was a shame that they had no bitters and that many of the so-called bars only served beer and wine. My three essential cocktails for a bar to be able to make would be a Manhattan, yes, ding ding ding, a mm-hmm. daiquiri, not frozen, so like oh my, you, yeah, yeah. Just, my quest to find a bar that can make and a lime daiquiri. It's like 50, it's not even 50, 50, 25% of the bars I go to can make, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's hard to find Like one. a proper rum, yeah. lime daiquiri on the rocks. And it's not hard rocks. to make, so it should be but, there. But so many bars don't have, they're, they're, the not, they're not willing to juice limes, yeah. or they don't have lime juice ready. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, oh, and he says, excuse me, I... The oh, it's burping indigestion. and digestion. And an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. All the best from Asheville, John. It's like he combined our drinks together. He did into well. The one husband, person. the husband's really big on the old fashioned yeah. as well as the Manhattans. So um. that's kind of yeah. We like all of those. And so we we were talking about um, a celebrity cruise we went on, and um, and while we loved so much of the ship, mm-hmm. there was like fifteen bars on board. Yeah, but I think there were only three where we could have what we considered a proper made cocktail. Yeah. Whereas all the rest of them, they didn't have the essential ingredients to make the three M's. Mm -hmm. They could only make 
two of the three M's. So they could make a margarita, yeah. but it was going to be blended. They'd be challenged to make it on the rocks. Which is so I wrong. know, I know. Um, they could make a martini. All mm-hmm. of them could make a martini, yeah. whether you wanted gin or vodka or flavored. Yeah. And uh, none of those other bars could make a good Manhattan because they didn't even have bitters. Yeah, which well, is amazing. And I think some of them didn't even have vermouth. I mean, they. Yeah. They, or no, no, no. You know what? A lot of them, I think they did have vermouth, but they didn't have bitters. Or they would have bitters, but I'm not vermouth. I'm surprised that they wouldn't you know. have vermouth, but. So come on, celebrity cruise lines. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you, their specialty bars, though, great cocktails. And we got to know the bartender quite a, quite you a bit. You hung out there. We did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I think when we went to Vegas in January, it was because I can't really drink grapefruit juice anymore, so the lime daiquiri was my new go-to drink. Right. And I was just shocked at how many bars I went up to where the guy was like, I can't do that. Right? Yeah. That's It's just bad form. Yeah. I mean, what kind of what kind of bar are you? Yeah. All right, let's see uh, questions here that we might have gotten. Oh, looking for... Bob says he's looking for a good orange curacao liqueur. Well, I happen to put some on the bar. So, Bob, here's the thing. I'm... I'm quite particular in the world of tiki drinks with my orange curacaos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is so, that why these are out? Yes. Okay. So this is so I have out the example of the the high end and the low end. Oh, okay. I do not use bowls, bowls. or de Kuiper. Okay. The most common, find them at any Bevmo, Booze Barn, orange mm-hmm. curacao. No, I just I don't. Those are truly just triple sex, and they might call them a curacao when they offer the curacao version. So um, I really, really, really like, and those of us, uh, those of us tiki snobs, love the Pierre Ferrand dry curacao. How's it smell? Uh, Oh, amazing! And this is the one where it's actually forty percent alcohol by liquor, so it's it's a foolproof spirit. And it's now notice that it's dry, so it doesn't smell as sweet. Mm, that's smells the, good, that's though. the whole point of dry. Yeah. Um, and it has a nice mm, off, smells good. a nice off orange color because I believe, I believe they don't use artificial color in it's that one, but I'm like not positive. Really, and it's, but it's the real French one, tasty. Yeah. If you were really dehydrated, it looks like pee. It's now that pea on, color. Now on the low end, <laughs> I say the French orange liqueurs that. Um, are on the low end in price. Some of them have lovely aroma. And when you go to a well-stocked booze barn, Total Wine, um, they sometimes have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten mm-hmm. different offerings that will be the French orange liqueurs, which tend to be the best. Yeah, They pride themselves in that. Sometimes the Italian ones are quite nice as well. But uh, I would say generally in the U.S., we're not making any good orange just liqueur, not. dry curacao. Well, maybe you find your niche. You can yeah. start making. But this one is Le, it's Leroy de Oranges. I like the way this one smells better. Because that one is that mm-hmm. has a sweet smell, mm-hmm. right? So it's stronger, I think. But this one, it's 30% alcohol mm-hmm. by volume. So here's where I tell the rest of my story. Whichever curacao you pick, or again, orange liqueur, they're pretty much interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should shoot for something that is 30% alcohol by volume. Not 40? Um, I mean, or, or at least, or, 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 mean? The 40 at least if you, or the 40 if you want, but don't buy the ones that are just 15%, sugar, 20%. Right? Because, yeah, because then you're getting way too much sugar for orange flavor. Yeah. Like the ratio is just off. So the ones that are 30%, 35%, 40%, I think are really what you should look at. And then... Then consider where it's distilled and made, and then consider um, 
you know how much you want to spend. Yeah. How much how much do these run? So the the pure Ferrand, the forty percent. Yeah. Um, that one can run you thirty five dollars a bottle. Yeah. Um, just like any forty proof high end spirit. And then the Leroy, it's L-E-R-O-I, Leroy. Leroy. De oranges. De orange. Uh, that Orange. That one will run you just 15 bucks. 15 bucks, not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But so they smell good. So those are, yeah, so those are just some examples. And I I, I would just say, you know, don't, um, just just experiment. There's there's times where I have seven or eight orange liqueurs behind my bar. Yes. And, and I yes, realize, okay, I'll never buy this excessive. one again. Oh, I like this one, so maybe I will buy that one again. Um, but, you know, you trial and error. you got to find out what you like. And it also depends on what you're going to be, what you're going to be mixing up. Sure. All right, so I think I've answered that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, over here we have... Peter asks, what is your opinion regarding the evolution of tiki culture? It seems that every generation... Oh, by the way, uh, I was going to mention this before, but we are listening to Oriental Lounge, luxury chill-out cafe music with exotic Buddha Oriental well, India flavor. Well, as long flavor. as it's luxury, <laughs> I don't listen to the first, substandard. The first title is Burj Khalifa Dubai Sunset. Oh, it's like they just threw four words together to I know. make it. And, and then the next is Summer Breeze in India, Sahara Sunrise, Butterfly, Down in Jaipur, on, that what we're listening to right now is on the fence in the Oriental Orchestra mix. Oh. <laughs> anyway, they, I just. What are they on the fence it's about? A, I don't know. It's available. Um, it's available on iTunes again. It's Oriental Lounge and uh, subtitle Luxury Chill Out Cafe Music with Exotic Buddha Oriental <laughs> India Flavor. It's like. Wow. <laughs> I know. That's like, so much going on there. Okay. So Peter says. Um, you know. Okay. So what are we thinking about where tiki culture is going? It seems that every generation adds another facet to it. For example, Gen Xers brought in the hot rod and rockabilly elements. They sure did. Mm-hmm. Uh, with millennials, I see more a more modern look to tiki bars, even mashing things up with different eras. Good or bad thing? Question mark. Are you a diehard classic tiki era person, or do you agree that the culture should evolve? I think it should evolve. I don't think you really have a choice. Things evolve. Well, there you go. You, you know. So I think as long as well for for one thing. The tiki culture is in in its its biggest upswing since it really originated yeah, after originated. World War II. Yeah. yeah, so that means we have a lot of possibilities. And so I, I will talk about what Peter mentioned there. The um, what he called the 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 hipster mm-hmm. or the um, millennial yes. version of a tiki bar. And I know exactly what he's talking yes. about. They are the ones where it is like bright, open, and airy yes. with giant glass windows yes. open to the world, and they might have like a tiki. Yeah, and natural and wood like, and plants, and yeah. it's usually white on the inside. Right, and now, but that doesn't mean they don't have excellent yeah. drinks. And I usually right? like the way that that looks, but I don't consider that tiki. I mm-hmm. consider that Californian, I guess, you know, kind of a hippie, beachy yeah. kind of vibe, you know? So I will go to them, mm-hmm. but I never find myself going back to them. Yeah, yeah, and they're fun to go to for a day, but yeah, they're not your like a tiki bar is a hangout bar, right? Yeah, and these aren't. So my bars. my personal opinion is that if you're going to call it a tiki bar, um, the inside of it mm-hmm. should be semi dimly lit to dimly lit, right? Yeah. Um, you want it to be a place that whether it's day or night, it really feels like more on the night side. Yeah, right? it always should be dimly lit. Very, yeah. very relaxing. Um, 
some go too far on the dimly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you fall when you like, walk inside. Frankie's, Frankie's is, kind, yeah, is, is like, like smoky and dark, and you can't see a fucking thing in there. Until you've been in there for 20 minutes, yeah. and your eyes finally <laughs> adjust. And then somebody opens the door, and the whole bar goes, ah! Uh, yeah, <laughs> like vampires. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, that's fun, too. But I, I really feel that the decor in, if you're going to call it a tiki bar, mm-hmm. should be very immersive. It yeah. should surround you. There should be very little wall space left untouched. Yeah. Right? And dive barry. It shouldn't be like the hipster ones that you see now, which are not right, more right, upscale. Right. You yeah, you want some stuff in there that's yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. Not just recreation. Yeah. I mean the recreations are fine and some of them look amazing. Yeah. But you want some stuff that's old and you want some thatch or some um natural woods, grasses, reeds, bamboo or things yeah. that actually give you that tiki bar smell. Yeah, yeah. You want right? it needs to smell a certain way. I agree it's that. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. good ones, you walk in and they either still smell like smoke from when smoking was okay yeah. in bars, right? Yeah. Or um, they no longer smell like smoke, but they have that. Yeah. You want them to smell like thatch. last night's rum. You know, you want to walk in there and yeah. smell that yeah. citrus and the rum and the, you know, even if it just opened, you want to. Right. Yeah. So we visit the n- the Nouveau ones. Yeah. But yeah. And it, I do enjoy them. But, but they'll never be our hangouts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's I'm not just, gonna knock them because they do have, usually have good drinks, and right. they're just not a place. Well, where, sometimes, sometimes they these nouveau ones have mm, better drinks yeah. than the old ones, yeah. where people, you know, the people currently owning them don't know shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it goes both ways. Yeah, but I de- we definitely have our preference yeah. towards the old classics. All and right, and then the whole like you know, and yeah, of course it's gonna evolve and it's gonna do offshoots of different genres, and I think the rockabilly thing has been around just as long as tiki, and it's a parallel. And I'm not a fan. Train. I know you don't. I like rockabilly because I used to really like swing when that came about 20 years ago again, the yeah. nouveau swing. And, you know, I, I like rockabilly. I like swing. I think it's a bigger, I think rockabilly is a bigger movement. It always has been. You you know, you don't preference, you don't, you don't preference it, but there's a lot of people that fo- are into rockabilly. Oh, no, I, yeah. I do understand that. I would even say, like, so I was just in Vegas this last and weekend. And it was Viva, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're over at the Orleans Hotel, mm-hmm. you're surrounded by a couple thousand other people who are there for yeah. rockabilly. Now, I actually like the offshoots of rockabilly, mm-hmm. which is... Like Psycho Billy and uh, no, Tiki not, Billy. Not Psycho Billy, but more like, more like um, the camp horror uh-huh. how that like you know because elvira of all things yeah. is always a part of rockabilly yeah. right because of the way she dresses yeah the, the cleavage the big hair yeah. and then you know throw on a red sle- lips sleeveless dress and a tattoo yeah. and you know um so i like how rockabilly can um just like all genres it just it starts to meld yeah all. yeah things conglomerate you could go in your tiki stuff to rock to viva and be fine a lot of people do you don't have to you know you, you can dress how you want well and that's how i would go yeah. right yeah. yeah clearly i don't have any tattoos and my hair can't do that no <laughs> <laughs> mine can't either but <laughs> right. um all right so anyway, so I think we've gotten through, uh, yeah, we've gotten through the questions that we had. So quite a long uh, mail segment Good. Uh, this episode. If you want to send us correspondence, send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can also send us correspondence on the interwebs. We're on Facebook and the Instagram. If you want to look for me on Instagram at Sunshine Tiki. And last but not least, don't forget to go on iTunes because we know a lot of you have accounts and Mm -hmm. leave us a five-star review and say something fun. I'd like someone to send us a letter. 
But then they need to know your address. Oh, that's not happening. Yeah. No, not until we, mm-hmm. not until we have the need for a PO box. Yes. Are we are we going to do that? All right, we are going to be right back with just a whole bunch more show. Lovely. All right, Starshine, here we are. All righty. Here we are. We've got the rest of the show to do here before I get a massage in later today. Nice. It's a tough life. I hope it doesn't take that long uh, since the massage is in a couple hours. Yeah, no, no, no. I yeah. think I think we have plenty, plenty of time. So um, I went to Vegas recently, as yes, I mentioned. Yes, yes, you did. Oh, I have to give the dog a little of the... Uh, yeah, give him a blueberry biscuit or blue, whatever Blueberry vanilla him. dog treat yes, or whatever that's what it all is. dogs want. There you go. It's like, yes, yummy. Uh, So I was in Vegas, and uh, we decided to get involved in some Easter shenanigans. Well, yes, because your company wanted a picture with the Easter Bunny, right? She did. And so I tailored this to uh, Sugar Tits. Yes. She, she, yeah. Loves the Easter Bunny, loves sparkle, loves sequins, loves... Right, Cotton and I'm candy. not just using inappropriate language. That's her nickname. Yeah, that is her nickname. Um, so we, yeah, so sequin jackets and bunny ears. Mm-hmm. Plus, I made for her a cocktail that she like. She had to tell everybody about like in the casino. Yeah. So you, you just take. And a, I recoiled in horror when I saw a picture of that. So you just cocktail. you just take one of those hollow Easter bunnies. Yeah. You bite off the ears. You pour inside a chilled cocktail. In this <laughs> in this case, I made bunny balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what is in bunny balls? Uh, bunny balls is uh, so it's it's half and half mixed with uh, macadamia nut liqueur and frangelico. Okay. Plus, um, what was the? Hold on, I'm trying to think. What was the is there um, a chocolate spirit in there? In oh no, I used a um, I used a lemon heart original 1804. Okay. The dark demerara. Yeah, yeah. Now, did she like it? She loved it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was it was quite tasty. Yes. So anyway, and then you pop a, we popped a bamboo straws into the bunny's ear. And did ear you and dr- eat the walked, bunny? Uh, we ate some of it. Yeah. As we were playing slots. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So so that was fun and it was good for pictures. And then you know with the sequin jackets and the bunny ears, uh, we ended up having people want to take pictures with us. Yeah. Uh, this one girl, um, she, I think she was under the impression um, that she might be some type a, of. Uh, pop or rap star okay (laughs) and she saw us and said oh my god oh my god security security right here so hot oh my god and then she like basically went on to show us her instagram handle and so she's one of those people oh she's 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 an influencer yes Mm. yes 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 um she had um the uh, Panem hair, yeah, you know, tinted a couple of different colors uh-huh, and quaffed. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like she's in some sort of dystopian future. <laughs> uh, and she was blinged out with all kinds of um, uh, jewelry. And uh, when we were taking a selfie, she put a clip onto my phone that provided additional light. Oh, so of it's course. A, it's a hair clip and a backlight. So she's a pro. Yes. And she was quite something. You'll have to tell me if you know. You don't have to tell her Instagram handle, but if you know it, I'm, I want to look her up. Okay. Later. Yeah. So, um, and th- and then we just we ended up taking pictures with some nice ladies from Canada. You know those sequin jackets that we wear really do attract mm-hmm. people. No, they really do. Yeah, and I tell I tell them I'm like it was forty dollars on Amazon. You can have your own yeah sequin jacket. Inexpensive. So yeah. we went to Bellagio because of course they have uh, it's spring in there, yes, right? Yes, yes. So oh yes. They had kind of like a forbidden Asian city with a little bit of Easter in there. So they mixed uh, Chinese New Year with Easter. Kind of. So they overlapped. But it was each all other. very. But it, it was all very pastels, and it really fit for spring and Easter. It was yeah. really it was really cool looking. 
Um, so that you know, we and then we finish up that day, but um, we went to the show called Opium yes. at the Cosmo. And I will tell you that I've seen a lot of Vegas shows, and a lot of them I've had comped. And of all the shows I've paid for, this is one of the ones where I am so glad we both spent the money and saw the show. Mm-hmm. Opium is at the Rose Rabbit Life Theater at Cosmo, so I think it only seats like 200. Okay, not very big. And it's kind of in the half round around a stage that sticks out into the audience because it is variety performances. Yeah. And the theme for Opium is you're on the spaceship OPM. Okay. And there's 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 Captain Giant Wiener Pants and like <laughs> you know it's you know and his yeah. and his uh his, his uh, horrors for his, lack of a better word. Yeah, his 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 safety ensign <laughs> who uh, her breast keeps falling out of her uniform uh-huh. and it's very hairy. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, just stuff you do not expect. And there are like three acts in this show that as we're watching them, none of us expected what the outcome of that well, that's cool, particular though. variety yeah, yeah, piece yeah. would be, right? Some of the favorite acts were the extremely hot Russian man who wasn't wearing a lot of clothes, who uh-huh. does uh, acrobatics with a dog who crawls up on his body while he's doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, And then there was one where it was the English guy who comes out in a black and white pinstripe suit and and does nothing but tricks with bubbles. <laughs> but we were all so amazed, right? Like uh, there's um, there's some drag. There's some there's uh, uh, a campy uh, space at singer who does like eighties. There is a um, fairly attractive male sex robot. Oh, of course. There's, <laughs> there's so. It's just a really good show. It's very adult. Yeah. Uh, you are going to hear a lot of vulgar part of the body language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that sounds like a good time, it, though. It, it is a very good time. Yeah. And I, for the first time, had a pangalactic gargle blaster. What is a pan? Mm. Is it a drink? That is that is the drink that you must have if you're a fan of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, okay. Yeah. So just a great freaking show. Yeah. Well. And not expensive. No? No. Uh, we paid, we got discount tickets for being uh, for being booked in the hotel, and mm-hmm. I think we paid $50 a person. Oh, that's not actually but even, bad at all. But even the high price, t- well, here's the thing, folks. The theater is so small, uh-huh. just buy the cheapest seats. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, There's but you, no, it's not like you're going to be far away from him. You, no yeah. one can be more than 20 feet from the stage. Yeah. Like, that's the room, right? Yeah, so don't pay so more. So don't be lured into buying the $120 tickets when that all that does is guarantee that you will be pulled on stage. Yeah, and if you don't want that, then right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. And the people they pull on stage, they take your clothes off. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the case of the people whose clothes they took off. No, eh, not nice, no. Not, not so much, but they were troopers. Yeah, well, at least they went along with it. Um and then uh they did something to this guy's girlfriend that um I don't know how they get away without being without it being sexual harassment, but <laughs> Everybody loved it. Well, maybe they warn them when they buy the pricey tickets that it's vulgar and they're going to be abused. I did see I did see them coming and whispering things to people. Yeah, so maybe they asked them if they were comfortable with it. Maybe. Yeah. That's true, yeah. But again, Opium, great show mm-hmm. at the Cosmopolitan. Um, so um, we're listening to this exotic, what's it called again? Let me look. Hypnosis music? Oriental lounge, luxury, chill out, cafe music Sunset, with exotic Dubai, food, India oriental breeze. India flavor. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I tend to listen to, you know, like some uh, spa or rain music when I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah. And there's a 
there's a there's a bit of a thing that happens with that type of relaxation music sometimes that I just don't understand. So it's 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 real downbeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's low. Mm-hmm. You're relaxed. Mm-hmm. And then for I have no idea what anyone was thinking on this damn earth. They throw in like a bird that's like. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, I know. You know. I know. It's why, always a parrot. Why would you want to scare the shit out of people yeah, after you you've relaxed put them? That one on when we're together. And I, the birds are what, like, I, I can't. I'm like, there's going to be birds, and they seem angry. Well, so here's the thing. So I, um, you know, I always listen to this stuff when I'm going to sleep because I have a hard time staying asleep. Yeah. And if there's something going on in the background that drowns out anything outside the window or the dog, whatever, yeah. it helps me stay asleep longer. Um, but I've, I've had this problem lately with just as I try, I'm always trying new soundtracks yeah. and I keep running into these ones with these stupid well, random loud sounds. As- who's falling asleep to calling birds? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe somebody who actually lived on tropical island. Yeah. I don't know. But if you're on a tropical island, birds at night are they really calling? Are they they're sleeping, correct? Um you know, I, I mean I've been to I've been to the Hawaiian Islands more than are... once. I've been to other tropical islands several mm-hmm. times and you hear a you hear a bird or two I haven't been in the jungle yeah. at night, right? But um, yeah, it's pretty low key. Yeah, no it's... screaming macaws. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. So I don't know. I don't know why they do yeah. that. Yeah. No, I refuse. Um, well, so and then recently, because uh, work stress is very high, um, I went to my doctor the other day and I said, "Okay, look, the next two months is going to be a living yeah, hell a bitch. as far a as bitch. the number of hours and a lack of sleep." And I said, "I need a pill." Mm-hmm. So he gave me something that I think is working too well. Because <laughs> the last two days, uh-huh. um, I set an alarm. Yeah, and slept through it? I don't remember anything about that alarm. So you must have turned it off and went back to sleep. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> Wait, it's right? lucky your partner works from home and can double check to make sure you woke up. Now, when I actually do wake up, though. Mm-hmm. Do you um, feel okay? No, I'm not groggy. So oh, well, that's, that's okay. So that's good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try, try using it, like taking it earlier before yeah. I'm actually going to bed. So it's, you know, maybe worn off a little more towards the morning and, and hopefully the light, because I have a light alarm and a loud alarm. Yeah. The light alarm is one of those ones that like builds up. Oh, I see. It starts off slow and then yeah. hopefully you and wake up. And then it gets up, angry. It, and then it gets angry, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I have the other one that'll go off 15 minutes later should the other one not work and that one's just a, you know. Oh, we don't stress you out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've never, I've never felt really that I needed a sleeping pill before, but I have over the last month and a half, um, woken up anywhere between three and nine times a night. Yeah. And uh, many of those times, um, I just end up getting up two, yeah. three hours before I have to get because up for work. Because you can't do it anymore. I am not going to fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. It's just... I've had that problem before. About a year ago, I was waking up four times a night. It sucks. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so this this stuff, you know, we won't go into the pharmace- pharmacology mm-hmm. of it, but mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the non-habit-forming ones, because that's what I told my doctor. I said, I don't want Ambien. I don't want yeah, Xanax. I don't want... It's just going to cause problems. Yeah. I don't yeah. want the ones where you tend to develop, uh, develop, a, to- develop a tolerance, and yeah. then you have to keep taking more. Yeah. Um, so he actually gave me something that's been around since 81. And then you move on to propofol, and nothing goes right after that. <laughs> right? It's just all downhill. It's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Propofol's good stuff, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, when I've been uh, put under a couple of times yeah. for my my bowel stuff. Um, when I had, had my knee propofol. surgery a long time ago, it was Demerol that was in it because I, you know, spent the night in the hospital. You know, I haven't had that in forever. Oh my lord, I was just like, 
the senator was sitting next to me and finally was like, you know, I'm going to leave because you've been drooling and staring at that wall for two hours. I'm like, it's a good wall. <laughs> <laughs> Don't underestimate <Yeah>. the wall. <laughs> I was like, you can leave. I'll just sit here. Well, that's a hoot. Yeah. But uh, I don't understand how people could get addicted to that and even function. Right. You know, because at the time it was like Winona Ryder was like in court, but she was shoplifting and she was addicted to Demerol. Oh, really? Remember? Yeah, she was Well, I, I, I didn't know she was on something. I just yeah. thought she was wacko. Yeah, no, she was on something. And I was like, I don't even know. I couldn't even like turn my head to talk to Joe. I don't oh. even understand how she could take one and like function. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So I know what you mean. So, yeah. but I think that's the whole deal with being an addict is you develop a tolerance and then you yeah. become like what they call the high functioning, yeah. right? Like these people drive and they go out yeah. and do stuff. Whereas like, you know, I have any of this stuff and I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And I had it in an IV, so I might've been getting right, a higher, right, right, right. Yeah, not a pill form. So yeah. But, uh, well with all, with all medications, seek the advice of your doctor and yeah. don't take it recreationally. No, never. That's not that's not good. Um, if that. you want something recreationally, stick with the cocktails, mm-hmm. unless you're a sober person or you need to be a sober person. And in that case, find a love of fancy juices. Oh, did or... you try that CBD one in, in Vegas? No, I didn't. So, okay. oh, hey, hey, listeners, um, uh, Golden Tiki, yeah. which I like. You know, it's my favorite tiki bar in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have a CBD cocktail. And because I was with uh, Sugar Tits and Pablo... We just didn't get over there. Oh, okay. Um, so it didn't happen. So maybe in June when maybe I Maybe we can make our own. I guess. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? We can try that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. It doesn't have flavor. You just add no, it to No, you just anything. add it to the drink, right? Yeah. Hmm. I just feel like it would be too relaxing. Well, maybe we do it when we're on our next vacation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? But even on vacation, I feel like I don't have enough time to be that relaxed. If we're going to go to the pool, it might be a nice cocktail to drink before we go to the pool. Floating face down in the yeah. pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, float face down in the pool with supervision. Yes, there's a lifeguard there. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, speaking of medication, these, you know, the, the medications they advertise on TV, they're out of control. Mm-hmm. And so there are there are two new medications, and I forget what they what they solve. Oh, wait, 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 back to my, my sleep medication. Yeah. So it has two very rare side effects that my doctor had to actually smile when he told me yes, what they are. Yes, tell me. A, Do you want to guess? About, uh, one's a boner, I'm sure. It totally is. Yeah. So that one he goes, and he goes, okay, now there's this one side effect. It's literally one in a million. Mm-hmm. But it's a permanent erection. Permanent? Yes. Meaning it will not go down until you go into the ER and, and have it drain. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to drain it. Yeah. That was a... And he, he just laughs as he tells me about it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I go, and I go, any others? And he goes, well, and then also, um, you could uh, get extremely paranoid and think everyone's trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. But he goes, and he goes, that one is like one in 10,000. <laughs> so it's more likely you'll have that. So, so far, I've tried it for three nights. <laughs> I have not had forever boner, mm. and I and I don't think anyone's trying you to You don't me. seem paranoid, so I, I think you're okay. <laughs> like, but I love that. Now, the other side effects are just you could get, like, hives or um, some other stuff. And this stuff, I, I joked with him, and I go, like, oh, do any of these is the potential side effect of death? And he's like, no. <laughs> And I'm like, how come that's one of the side effects of all the modern medications? It all lists it for everything. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, well. I bet, and I think it's a legal thing. I don't think that 
most of those medications, the side effect is like death. I think they have to say that for legal reasons, like just maybe. to cover their ass. Well, maybe because it's on TV. Yeah. So here's here's um, here's two that I came up with. Yeah. Okay. These need to be names for medications that I can see an ad for on TV because I think it would be fun. Okay. The first one is called Heejiz. Heejiz. Yes. <laughs> but it needs to be spelled kind of like Hagendaz. It's H-E-J-Y-Z. Y-Z, okay. Heejiz. Yeah, and then maybe put the two dots like Hagendaz. Oh, yeah, that yeah, would be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but of course, when you see it on TV, when mm-hmm. you look at it, you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't go, oh, I, I know what they're getting yeah. out there. You have to look at it for yeah. a moment, hear it a few times. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it cures, but one mm-hmm. of the side effects is potentially death. Yes. It has to be something that has nothing to do with jizz. It has to be like for psoriasis or something. Alopecia. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Now, this this medication I invented yesterday. Okay. Um, and this one is a cure for my chronic procrastinitis. Oh. Because I do have quite the procrastinitis yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes. Uh, and it's called kickin' ass. Kickin' ass. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you just can't get going on something and you're just putting it off, you need to try... Uh, 50 milligrams daily of kicking ass. Kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get right to that task, I promise you. Otherwise known as meth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, some side effects include dry mouth, yes. hair loss. It's always dry mouth. Lazy eye. Lazy and eye. And death. And death. <laughs> It's like three or, relatively minor ones and death. Forever boner. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a cologne. Yeah. Forever boner. It's like from the from the nineties. It's like a black and white kind of perfume commercial. What would it? So what would that sound? Because do you remember? Um, so there was the one. Uh, it was called Egoist. Yeah. And it was like the lady like opening the doors yeah. of that like Tuscan villa, and she'd go Egoist. I think I pictured that kind of voice, like but like a wicked Dracon game Noir. type video. And it'd be forever boner obsession. <laughs> <laughs> make her own to make her own commercial for it. Kicking ass. <laughs> no, kicking ass needs like the. I think it's the commercial for diabetes now, where the guy's like mowing the lawn and he's like bopping along to some Earth, Wind, and Fire song that he's ruined for me. Yes, it needs something okay. like that. Okay, now that is another thing that about these medication commercials that I really hate because this is super inappropriate. I forget which medication this was, but they used Depeche Mode. And no. they used the song Just Can't Get Enough. No, I think that was Walmart. It was a Walmart commercial. And he, she kept getting things delivered to her door. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Thank you. Because I was like, if, if, if Depeche Mode... Now, first of all, I do not appreciate that they sold out to Walmart either. Exactly, yeah. Okay, that wasn't yeah. a medication one? No, it wasn't because someone else commented on it too about how it was a... About the how their um, 20s were ruined because Depeche Mode was on a Walmart commercial now. It was like a Christmas commercial where she kept ordering packages. Oh. Something like that. All or, right. I think you're right. Yeah, I or think it was right. pacifiers for a baby or something like that. Ew, gross. Yeah, yeah. Her and her husband are probably into kinky stuff. There's yeah, no baby. Yeah, there There's was, no baby there. Yeah, mm. they just diapers. Adult diapers were coming out the door. <laughs> that could be, I mean, yeah. it, it could be a thing. Yeah, giant cribs. Um, I'm going to double check here and make sure that nobody else sent us a question. Because last time we missed some, and I... Well, I, that's just irresponsible. I know, and I feel terrible about it. Okay, no, so we, di- we didn't get any additional questions. Um, so I want to talk briefly about something that um, we really haven't gone into depth this this season because uh, it's sold out. And so Tiki Caliente yes. is now in its 11th year. Yes. And it's the event in Palm Springs. 
Uh, it's and we May sixteenth through eighteenth. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, uh, we've been attending for quite some time, and uh, Rory Snyder puts on the event, and this one sold out uh, within two days. I Rather think. quickly, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The the hotel sold out like mm-hmm. the day it w- yeah. was released, yeah. but the I think the wristband sold out in a couple of days. Yeah. Which is really fast because it's and it's limited to six hundred attendants. But the reason I want to talk about this, and people who listen to the podcast for any length of time, they know that we recommend the tiki events. They're on the east coast. They're on the west coast. Mm-hmm. They're in the Midwest. There was one last week. They're but... up in the Northwest. Yeah. You know, you have one of these events Near in you. most cases within a hundred mile radius of where you live. Yes, I'd agree with that. And if you haven't been to one, you need to go to one. Yeah, go check one out. It's just a great opportunity to stay at the hotel property where it's sponsored, Mm -hmm. or if that's a little pricey, stay at a different hotel and just get the ticket or wristband. The Arizona one looked good. We should try that one It did. Tiki Oasis uh, Arizona did look good. Yeah. That, the the Valley Ho Hotel Mm -hmm. is mid-century modern amazing. Maybe we should look into that next year, huh? Maybe we should. Yeah. Uh, And and that one also sold out, and Mm -hmm. I think this was the first year. Yeah, it was the first year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's Hukilau mm-hmm. in Florida. Mm-hmm. There is Luau by the Lake mm-hmm. up in the Adirondacks mm-hmm. of New York. Uh, there's TikiCon. There's now something in Vegas. Well, I mean, there's uh. there's Viva, which is no, no, not... no. There was one in September last year. It was called the Tiki Weekender. It was in Las Vegas. I don't remember anyone talking about that. Well, one, I'm just I think saying they had it. They might have just thrown the word Tiki on there. No, I saw pictures of it. It looked pretty Tiki. Hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, you and know. And then there's Tiki Oasis here in Southern California. Yeah. There's Tiki Caliente. There's um, uh, Circa mm-hmm. in October. And there's one in Portland? Yeah, Tiki Con. Tiki Con, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so there's a lot of these. And just the the fun thing about them is, is of course, there's the room parties where people invite you into their mm-hmm, hotel mm-hmm. rooms. And now, here's something that's it's becoming a bit d- different. So the standard model is that anybody who's booked a room at the hotel is permitted to throw their own hotel party. They post a poster of what yeah. time it is. Some events, like Tiki Caliente and Circa, actually give you times that you need to sign up for. Yeah. And that's because that event is much smaller. And yeah. we don't want too much overlap between bands and symposiums yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. You'll thin the crowd out too much. Um, and then there are, there are other ones um, where only sponsors were able to put on room parties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in addition to that, you get drink tickets that then even limit the number of times you can visit these. Yeah. Whereas some, you could go to the same one multiple times, no one cares. Yeah. So there's all kinds of different versions, but in all of these versions, you're going to get lit if you want to. Yes, exactly. And you're going to try a lot of really great cocktails, but more often than not, they are good to excellent. And I think that, I mean, we've been going to Caliente and Mod and all that for about 10 years, and I, I think that in that instance, the cocktails have been getting better mm-hmm. and better, you know, than the, when the first years we went when people were at the at the drinks. They have. Mm-hmm. And, well, so when you hear us talk about the events or you, you see them on social media, we recommend you just, like, look into it and just go for it and try one. Yeah. I mean, just like with any vacation, you can do as much of it or as little yeah, of it as you, you want. Yeah, and you can do whatever you want. You can go sit by the pool for eight hours and then go to room party. You can leave the hotel and yeah. go do something and come back. You don't have to like, if you don't like talking to people, you don't have to do that. Right. Right? Right. Now, yeah. um, for, for the May event, for those of you who get to go to Tiki Caliente, it's tiki-caliente.com. Again, it's sold out, so you have to have your wristband already. But we know some of you who listen are going to attend. 
I want to say that I am I am looking forward to as long as work doesn't get in the way. Yeah, as long as you're going. <laughs> I am looking forward to pulling off whatever it is that Moonzotica becomes. I guess I have to buy an outfit because I've been putting it off. I gotta go on Amazon tonight. Well, just be sure you buy something that's not too expensive that you wouldn't mind saving for another occasion. Well, like maybe I, circa. I'm thinking whatever. <laughs> in case we I, have yeah. to take this year's or this May's theme and yeah. move it to October. Maybe whatever I buy, I'll just wear for Halloween. Also. There you go. Yeah. Or next time we go to um, Vegas. So so Moon Zotica will be well. It's at night. It's at 11 p.m. Yeah. So it will be fairly dimly lit. There will be elements of space, mm-hmm. the moon, aliens, perhaps an astronaut, maybe an alien. Yeah, lots of aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm trying to so what I'm doing for decorations mm-hmm. for the bar is as I get all these meal kits, I'm saving all of the silver bubble wrap that we oh. get so that I can turn the bar into a moonlander. Oh, that's cool. Um and 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 this is the fun about these parties is I I try to reuse or just use as many things as I can that are cheaper, no cost. Yeah. Some people buy all new stuff yeah. and build things. Yeah, yeah, they're cray cray. But you can do what you want. Whereas we always are told that our room party is amazing and it's one of the cheapest to produce yeah. consistently. I mean, I can make some big construction paper. Oh, I can make paper mache planets and we can hang them from the ceiling. Please do. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay. Yeah. So can you do that? Yeah. And, um, and we need some that range, of course, large. Yeah. To, you and know. obviously not the moon because we're supposed to be on the moon. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. We're on the moon. Um, Ooh, that, that'd be fun. That, that would be That gives me a project. Um, so, you know, it's fun to decorate them, but um, you you got to have good music. And so that's one part I've already got done. So the soundtrack has already been determined. And so what I've done is um, you, there is a thing in Exotica called Space Age Bachelor Pad. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And there's even that. an even more Otter offshoot of that. And it is, um, sometimes they call it Moon Zotica, but it is um, where you take Space Age Bachelor Pad. So think less Baxter. Um, Esquivel. Mm-hmm. Those are two of the ones you think of first. Those artists are great with creating that um, spacey, poppy, mm-hmm. you know, exotica. And and then people have redone it using um, synthesizers and moogs and all kinds of things to give it that additional, that extra. Extra space. Yeah, it adds a lot of more beep beep booby boops and stuff like that. Beep um, boop pop. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to it. And I, well, I always look forward to hosting yeah. the yes, room parties and it. forcing you and Kaylani to work and That's Sleepless okay. the Magician. We do get free um, beverages for it. You do, yeah. And we have expect we have expanded our workers. We've got Kaylani's husband, the dark passenger, and yes. the magician, and do, the magician, yeah. yes. And Mike Lee are forced to help us. Well, Mike Lee kind of tends to come in for a drink or two and, and then disappear. sit on the couch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Stephen's good at working the door. So, but that's okay. But yeah. that's okay. Um, well, you know, we're we're about at the end of the show here. Oh, how lovely! And uh, I wanna I wanna thank everybody who stopped by. I do feel like there's. I feel like there was one more. Oh, there's one more thing that I wanted to mention. Mm. So, the husband's been nagging me about this forever. Is that, is that true? Forever in a nagging? year. <laughs> and that is, and that is to make sure that the feed for this podcast is placed somewhere that we can truly measure the number of listeners we have. Right? Oh, I see. Well, I, that would be nice. I've right? always known that we have a few thousand listeners, and then that number swings up much higher when we do the events because yeah. you get a lot. You got. Yeah, but you, you get some interest in it. Yeah, you get a lot of hits. And um, 
Well, and uh, so anyway, so he he finally found the one that he thought would work the best for us. And so we migrated our feed. Now, to those of you listening, you don't notice anything different. No. You don't have to do anything different. You just keep listening to the podcast. I will say, though, if you are somebody who is going to zentikilounge.com and hitting play on the website, yeah. stop it. Go to the subscribe link so that it's going to go to the device of your feed. So on your iPhone, well, on your you just, Android, on your... Why don't you just not let them do that then and make them go to uh, the... We, we do have some technology-challenged uh, folks out there who otherwise... Can't enjoy even, the show? Well, they don't even have a smartphone. Oh, I see. And if you don't have a smartphone... Ah. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that's not going to work. Well, you can go on your computer. Can you not? Uh, you can subscribe to an RSS feed through your browser if you add those plugins. Yes, yes, you can do that. But again, that's a piece of technology that also some people don't oh, understand. I see. But they can go to zentikilounge.com and click play. Yes. Right? That's not beyond their technological abilities. And I, I, understand. I understand that. Yes, yes. So uh, so anyway, so we, you know, we we uh, move the feed and I'll show Starshine. So this is, this is what happened just in the last four days. Let's see. Five days where... I knew these listeners were out there. I knew you were all listening, but now we can actually tell you a number. Look at that. Starshine's so looking at it. So how many people it. is it? I can't see we're, it. Well, it's 3,200. Oh, that's good. So 3,200 as of this moment. I mean, the number has been um, jumping another couple hundred every day. Why is that? Uh, because it really, it just depends on when people's players or devices actually download the episode. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so you have the core group of su subscribers with this 3,200 probably yeah. is that group where they have set it to download every episode. I can't believe Some people have it set to refresh every day or yeah. every hour. Some people have it set to refresh once a week or something yeah. like that. And so depending on their settings, you know, for at least a week or two, you're still seeing your hits go up. I can't believe 3,000 freaks are listening to this. I know, right? Yeah. But we love all of that's you. That's deranged. Well, there's a couple creepers out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Um, that's okay. So what we're so we're gonna, I think, you know, for a while we'll tell you what yeah. the numbers are looking yeah. like because people have asked us, you know, how many people listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. So that's just in the last. And we won't exaggerate. That's just no. That's no. just in the last four or five days. Be cold hard since, facts. Since we moved the feed. Yeah. And so now that I can see the true representation of It'll it. It'll be interesting to see how if it go how much it goes up during after Caliente. Because you said there's spikes around. Right, and time. if it doesn't jump enough, Rory, we're not going anymore. Yeah. We're done. Or we're just quitting. You're not worth yeah. it. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. We for need no a thousand. Gain. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anywho, I you know it's fun. It's fun to know your metrics, and then uh, we can of course we can see you know how many per episode, yeah. and if how many people are also visiting and clicking on the website, various things like that. So all we're asking of all of you out there is, make sure you tell somebody else about the podcast. Yeah. And in a, in the best case scenario, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just grab their phone. Yeah, yeah. Go they to don't their, need to know. Go to their podcast player. Yeah. and subscribe. Yeah, them. it keeps us drinking. Yes, and yeah. we don't care if they listen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because eventually they'll be going through their phone and they'll be like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and they'll listen to it and then they'll never leave. And they'll be like, "Those guys are fuckheads." What? Yeah, the hell? that's exactly what they'll yeah. say. Yes. So uh, to all 3,200-ish of you, yes. thank you. Mahalo for listening to the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. Please tell a friend or friend of me. Your mom, your dad, your grandma. Yes. We know that most of you, your mom would love yeah. to listen to this podcast. And if she wouldn't, well, you know what? Get I don't up. think my mom has any idea that for 10 years I've been coming over here and recording with you. She does. 
I don't think she actually knows we record. Yeah, I don't think she understands that she's one of those that would have to go to the website and hit play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right, well, uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time, whenever that might be. Uh, We're coming up on May really fast. I think we'll have another episode, maybe two, before Tiki Caliente, which is uh, mid to late May. Um, But there we go. So until next time, mahalo. All right, so uh, we're we're not we're not quite done yet. Oh. So somebody wrote in and said, "Why do you say mahalo at the end of the episode? You know that means thank you, right?" Yeah. Yes, I do know that. So here, so here's the reason because you know, I guess what we're being asked is why not say goodbye or you know something like yeah. that. Um, and and here's the deal. So you, we've invited you into our dimly lit tiki bar. Yeah, we're thanking you for coming. Yes. Yeah, it makes so sense to we're, me. We're thanking you for coming and thank you for listening. And of course, tell other people, yeah. go to the website, buy our t-shirts, buy our rocks glasses, yeah. all that good stuff. TikiBarTshirtClub.com. Yada, yada, yada. Don't forget about them. Yeah. You know, new shirt every month. Yeah, awesome shirts. And so anywho, go, make sure you um, tell people about us and we're saying thank you. Yeah. And just like when somebody leaves your home, yeah. you know, sometimes you say goodbye, sometimes you say thank you, you know. I think it's fairly common to have like a show or something and say thanks for coming good night or whatever i don't yeah seems so 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 that's so that's why we do it yeah um now more traditionally in the hawaiian language you could also say aloha because that means it means hello and goodbye yeah but we're not traditional (laughs) no well no i just (laughs) i just i just like mahalo and that's what we started with 13 years ago we're gonna keep it yeah and so that's what we stuck with but you could also say aloha yeah uh, both at the beginning and uh, and the end. Okay, so I just wanted to add that in. Do you feel now, better? Now we really are done. Uh-huh. And here it is we again. do it again. Until <laughs> next time, mahalo. mahalo.
Thank <laughs> you.